The ACC portal has decided to add a couple of players. We'll talk about the transfer portal and who a part, who is a part of it. Riley Leonard, Tyler Van Dyke, and more. All of your top names. And just where did the loyalty go? You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you download, subscribe to the pod from anywhere. We have a lot to go over on today's show, but more importantly, we got to talk through what will be a very exciting or maybe heartfelt time for some of you fans who were holding out hope that some of your top and favorite players would stay with their respective programs. But unfortunately, that is not necessarily the case. It's been a lot of portal parties that Kenton and I will go over on today's show and you know maybe there are some some nice exits some tough exits but either way it goes seems that there's a lot of people trying to find a new home Kenton how are we feeling you know I feel like this is a new era of college football as unfortunate as it may be for some fan bases as exciting of a time as it may be for others this is the way the world now this is the way that this thing rolls out this is the way that the cookie crumbles so you know if you're if you're upset about your guy going somewhere else or leaving or whatever it's okay because just know that somebody else is their guy is probably looking to leave too and you should be there your coach should be there with open arms an open phone line and an open bank account to help them get where they need to be in terms of to your campus well this isn't as smooth as earth when it fires the way of the world but i will say there is opportunities for everybody to find a new home maybe Possibly, surely. I would always say that, you know, grass isn't necessarily greener, right? The money is good, but what are you walking into? Make sure you do your due diligence as we have about to state all of these names that are entering the portal. But from what we're hearing, Kenton, it's like a million dollars to be a quarterback. And if you want to get a top one, you got to have to build that collective, got to do a little crowdfunding, you know, talk to your respective representatives in order to get the top players here in the country right now. That's insane. <laughs> and 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 hear me out. Hear me out. I don't want anybody to say, "Oh, Ken is Hayden because he hates quarterbacks or he doesn't want players to get paid." It's none of that. You have to think of this from a logical standpoint. If only your starting quarterback is making a million dollars, right? Nobody else is coming close, right? Mm-hmm. If you're an all-conference performer and you're not scratching that, you're not close to that, and you see the quarterback out there being blase, blase. And he's making a million dollars. What then happens to your locker room? What then happens? I would also go further to say, what is the actual contractual obligations and contingencies? Like if you have a Riley Leonard get through half the season, tear up his ankle and no longer can keep going, does he still get that million because he signed? I mean, how many games does he have to get through? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there are, I'm sure there are clauses or whatever in the contract to say like, Hey, this is what it is. That's what it is, whatever the case may be. But, I mean, I I don't think that the injury part of this is, is a serious problem in terms of 
where this thing goes next. I just well, don't. injury or performance. Cause my biggest thing yeah. is like, if you're not going to take my team to the next level, why the heck did I just pay a million dollars to have you? And I feel like it's a dangerous game where not even the pros is it guaranteed money. Right. In a lot of right. regards. I know we see that flash on the screens a lot of times, but there's a lot you got to go into in terms of taxes, in terms of paying, you know, the agent that maybe helped to get the deal done and all the likes. So it's not as shiny as people assume. Absolutely. But I mean, I, I think the biggest thing, I think the biggest thing here is that um, these the quarterbacks that are getting paid this money, it's because they're supposed to be turning teams around or they're supposed to be the final piece. And I'll tell you this much. And again, I could be wrong. I'm not going to be mad if I am wrong. A lot of these quarterbacks that are in the portal right now, they're more so like a final piece to bring it together guy than the building block of turning your program around kind of guy. And if I'm going to give you a million dollars, you got to be the first step in, hey, we were 111 last year. Well, I'm bringing my luggage in this Louis. And I mean, actual Louis, not, not that four win Louis. I mean, actual, the players I'm bringing, you got to give me the six wins just because you exist. You got to get me to a bowl game, regardless of what's around you. I don't see too many players like that in the portal, too many quarterbacks like that in the portal list this go around. So it's giving the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers a little bit vibe. You, you little need bit. that, right? You're coming in to make us better. But unfortunately, you try not to be like Aaron Rodgers or you pop your Achilles. Okay. And, and you see what happened with Aaron Rodgers. They built the team around him and they, they got sure all did. these folks that he wanted, Nathaniel Hackett and Cobb and Lazard and all his guys. But that's my point in that if, we, if you're going to pay out a million dollars for a college player, for a college player, then you need to understand that that guy is the guy. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm expecting you to put up Jaden Daniels, Joe Burrow, Heisman. I'm, that's what I'm expecting you to do. I'm expecting you to put up Justin Fields' second year at Ohio State. I'm expecting you to do that okay. if I'm going to pay you a million. I ain't paying you a million to be like, oh, yeah, he was a slightly above average quarterback. Yeah, he was cool. Cool. I'm paying you a million to get me to college football playoffs and give me a chance at the national championship. The the minimum, like I said, at minimum, because you are there, that team needs to be phenomenal. Like, if I was to say, hey, do you think that Drake may deserve a million this year for the job he did with North Carolina? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd say he deserves a million because without him, that team instantly drops to about yeah, it's a hot five, water. Hot garbage. Five, maybe, maybe four to six, four to six win. What so I glad you said that because good thing Max Johnson has decided to take his talents to North Carolina. Who knows if that'll be a difference? I don't know. I haven't done much homework on him, but excited mm-hmm. that we already have one, which gives me a strong indication that Drake May is going to go ahead and take his talents to the draft, if not Portal, but I strongly doubt Portal because why would you? I mean, at this point, go go make your money, young man. But, you know, people can say make your money, young man, in college these days. Let's talk about the quarterbacks first, right, who are entering yeah. the Portal. Tyler Van Dyke out of my Miami, which surprised me a little bit. Riley Leonard from Duke, MJ Morris from NC State. MJ Morris one, not so much surprising. Riley Leonard kind of surprised me, but then again, when you talk about the coaching departure, don't know necessarily who you're going to get. I've heard he has had conversations with Notre Dame already. He has no contact clause, kind of like Haley Van Lith when she left um, Louisville to go to LSU, so things of that nature. But of all these quarterbacks, maybe who surprises you the most and who is kind of just like, man, it is what it is. So, I mean, the only one that really surprises me, per se, is Tyler Van Dyke. Because what do you expect is out there, my brother in Christ? And if my terrible season to try and hit the portal. 
And if it's a Miami forced them out thing, Miami, what do y'all think y'all got going on? With all due respect, what do y'all think y'all have going on that you're like, we can guarantee that we can do better than a, a final year of TVD who could potentially get over his yips? No, I, I instead want, um, you know, at best, Emory Williams coming back off of uh, that broken arm. I don't know how long that broken arm is going to take to recover and, and be football ready and whatnot, but that's probably what you're looking at at best. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could go and get a cam board or something like that in the portal, but that's going to cost you a smooth million, which I don't think that you would have have to pay Tyler Van Dyke. So I don't know what the situation is or who exactly decided to leave there or who decided to push you out. I just, you know, that's that's the one that's a head scratcher a little bit. MJ Morris, after he redshirted, you know, despite his dad saying, oh, he was staying around and all that. Yeah, okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> it kind of uh, reminded me of the Best It Never Was documentary of that. Who was that guy? That, that, uh, Marcus Dupree. Yes. And, like, you know, your family keeps really being in it and trying to make these decisions. And he's like, maybe if y'all have conversations together, <laughs> we could be on one accord. You know? You know? I'm just saying. Just saying. I'll say this. And, and you know, again, I don't want to speak negatively over any of these young men because they're doing sure. what they feel like is the best Absolutely. business decision for them. Do you remember the decisions that you made when you were their age, Candace? You know, I would. There's a couple that I wish I could take back right now. At my big age, <laughs> I'm I'm thinking back to that time, and I was that age, and you know, woo. Who's in your ear, woo. but also what's I, going on yeah. internally? You yeah, know? good good counsel is very important when you're Central. at this age and at this stage and and doing all the things. It's important. It's super important, and I just hope that all of these young men are getting good counsel in terms of their next step, their next move and all that. Because I mean, you know, like you said, the grass ain't always greener. It's not. It's really sometimes, not. sometimes you walk over there and realize, Oh no, this is yellow grass. That was just painted. And you know, I'd, I'd hate to see that for these guys. It's turf. It sometimes it could actually just be turf. Yeah. All right, guys, let's talk about eBay Motors, right? So passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your drive, your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Kenton and Gibbs and I talking through the portal party that is happening all across the ACC. Some other notable names. Let's start with the triangle, right? And we know that pretty well beyond just a couple of the guys at UNC. They're Elijah Green, some, some that we have stated earlier from NC State. There seems to be quite a stir happening in that bad boy. Well, I mean, I, I think that this is the nature for all teams. I think sure. that this is just the reality. Um, most of the guys that are leaving NC State, there are a few that are surprising, like C.J. Clark, who was a starter this year. Jakeen Harris, who came into the year as a starter before, I believe it was a torn peck, took him down for the season and all that. So those two are a little surprising. Um, but beyond that, again, we already talked about M.J. Morris. Anthony Smith was a guy who 
Um, didn't really play much. You know, he's a super fast guy. I liked him a lot. I always saw him doing positive things on the field. Um, but, you know, I didn't see a ton of guys that were like, oof, really? Really? Sure. Like, you know, that, so I'll I probably say. I, I heard your DC uh, getting the phone Worry about yourself. Worry about yourself. Worry about Gene Tizzik. How's Gene Tizzik doing? Hopefully he's Where's finding he himself going? some property in uh, Maine and he's going to chill worry, out somewhere. Worry about yourself. Tony Gibbs is getting do. a call from Duke. He has been interviewed just so everyone knows on the show that we like to keep up to date with our news. Tony Gibson, the divisive coordinator, who's fake arguably news. one of the best in the country, might be leaving Raleigh. Just That's saying. the fake news media. That is Could the he go down the street? Media. That would be crazy. But crazier things have happened. Let's Don't talk about. Don't you wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't <laughs> you wish talk... that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Let's talk about Duke, one of the top names, Aeneas Pebbles, Peebles? Peebles, Aeneas Peebles. Aeneas Peebles, I get that wrong every time. He has decided to take his talents elsewhere. I could see him at a Texas A&M. I think that he kind of got lost in the sauce at Duke, but he is certainly one with Dwayne Carter that was going primed for a big season. When it comes to Miami, some big names out of Miami decide to take their talents elsewhere. Ken, who we got for the Hurricanes that are most notable? So obviously we talked about Tyler Van Dyke already, but we got Jafari Harvey and Corey Flagg uh, Jr. as well jumping in the portal. Those two, I mean, Flagg in particular was a guy who played a lot of snaps, was a starter. And the interesting thing is, I believe he lost his starting spot in the middle of that three-game skid, which is like, oh. Things that make you go, hmm. Hmm. But, yeah. you know, that's they, they got some guys that are some ball players that there's tape on them. There's film on them in real live game live reps, all that good stuff. Um, so, you know, it's 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 an interesting thing to see in terms of some of the guys that Miami has leaving as well, who were contributors this this past season. But as Miami does, they always have a, a excellent recruiting classes and they got another great one coming in this year. So we'll see yeah. if they got some impact freshmen fill in for these roles. I mean, you already have impact freshmen with Bain and his defensive player of the year status. So it's already something where the young guys are stepping up in big ways. Let's talk about Clemson, who has some notable names as well. Bo Collins. This is one of the first times that we have seen a starter and not a oh, sometimes start, get replaced sometimes. Bo Collins was a certified, like he was their, their guy out there leaving the program. Shocking, shocking stuff there. And Mitchell Mays, an offensive lineman, I believe has started uh, nearly double-digit games of his career, is, is heading out of Clemson as well. Those are the two big names that you have leaving there. And here's the thing, folks. This isn't just about Clemson. This is about all schools. The portal parties just start. There will, We will see more guys and more guys and more guys hop into this thing. But that's that's what we're looking at as of now. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about Boston College, who had some surprising names, some starting names in that bad boy, which is going to be tough for them. You know, I get that Pat Garwell kind of took a back seat this year and, and all that, but that's still a thousand yard rusher at a power five school. Yep. That is now hitting the portal that I think he's going to make a tremendous impact in somebody's rushing game because I think that he's a phenomenal back. Honestly and truly, I, I really believe that about him. I think he's a special running back. And he's the only big name worth of note um, that is deciding to leave Boston College at the moment. Now, at the time of this being recorded, there may be new names coming in. But as of now, Pat Garwa is the one to look for out of Boston College that he could probably go ask for somebody for some NIL money and go get paid. Well, I'm wondering how many guys like maybe know something is brewing. 
right? And how many mm-hmm. guys are just like, I'd rather just not be fighting for six wins or fighting for, you know, the Poughkeepsie Peaches Bowl, right? How many guys are actually learning their worth and really just deciding that they want to take it to the next level? You like that. You like that. What that did Poughkeepsie good. do to you? What did you the, like that, didn't you? What that was actually pretty good. Listen, the reality is uh, <laughs> you're you're absolutely right. These players are transferred for a myriad of reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them, it is going to get a bigger NIL back. Some of them, it is I want to compete on the national stage for national championships or whatnot. Some of them, it is, you know, hey, I'm, I'm seeking playing time. And, and I know that my playing time is going to be reduced if I stay here. Some of them is my coach is leaving or about to get fired or whatever the case may be. It's, it's a very interesting thing to see. And, and, you know, there's a myriad of reasons, but at the end of the day, it don't matter why you're there. You're just there. 100%. Are there any other names that we should know or make sure people are aware of those that follow the ACC closely? Absolutely. Kamari Morales was one of the first players to announce that he was uh, hitting the transfer portal. I believe it was the day after the NC State game. He's hey, it's been real. It's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. I'll see y'all later out there in uh, out there in Chapel Hill. And Wake Forest had a few guys as well who decided to get low. And Justice Ellison and Mitch Griffiths, the entire starting backfield, all leaving at the same time. They have a receiver as well who's in the portal whose name I cannot remember for the life of me at the moment. Uh, but he is a Raleigh kid. And ain't many you got the link? Ain't like, you got the link ahead of you? Yeah, but the link is not updated. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The, the, the thing ain't updated. This is happening in real time. Come on, Link. Come it's, on, do, it, do your big one. It's happening in real time, and, and the link is not fully updated at the moment, okay? <laughs> but one that we do know for sure is uh, leaving is Mr. Bengali Kamara. Kamara of uh, Pitt. He was one of their linebackers who did some good things this year. Absolutely. And, you know, to to see him go, that's that's a big blow to the uh, Pitt linebacking core because, I mean, I'm sure that he was expected to go for it and be a big piece uh, next year. Baby, if I only won three wins, I'd be in that border too. Well, Child. you know, again, there's a myriad of reasons. There's a myriad of reasons. My teammate competing is definitely one of them. You forgot about Mitchell Mays and Clemson. Oh, yeah, Mitchell Mays and Clemson. Wait, no, no, we already talked about him. Yeah, we already talked about Mitchell Mays. No, you got to talk about Bo Collins. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Mitchell Mays, offensive lineman. Who? Yeah, I did. I said he started about almost double-digit games in his career there. Yeah, I missed him. There's been so many. That's what's crazy. Yeah, it's been so many. But, again, there will be more. There will be more. My biggest thing is, like, yes, the portal will be jumping, and this is the state of college athletics and college football in particular. But, like, y'all do know everybody can't find a new home. There are guys that coaches have not left programs and they have been waiting for this young man to grow up, get a year older, year wiser, and have like a little more love about them. So, yes, while you may have been, you know, a star at your other place, maybe someone has some loyalty to someone who stayed around. Uh, uh-uh, ain't no such thing. Ain't no such thing. <sighs> well, I was going to get to my loyalty part if you just let me like get to that segue. Oh, I'm sorry. But. <laughs> Fix is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. You want to play alongside some prize picks favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz. We can now find well, you can now find community plays under the promos tab, uh promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in PrizePix community each week. PrizePix even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports 
yep, only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks.com slash locked on college for a first deposit match of up to $100. So, Kenton, we talked about loyalty. You said there's none that exists in college athletics anymore. However, I might agree with you, might not, up for debate. As we look at all these portal names and these top players, Thayer Thomas, former NC State grad, tweeted earlier today, maybe as the news of MJ Morris broke, that, quote, bring back college football where you love your teammates and your school, end quote. And, you know, in the nature of this new beast where money talks, NIL talks louder, is there such thing as loyalty amongst things in a hooker crook capitalistic society of with no. which college athletics exist? No, there never has been. Not, mm-hmm. This is the part that's like really blowing me. Touch your shoulder. One of the official visits that I went on. Oh, don't worry, it's coming. One of the official visits that I went on, and actually, this was where I got the touch the shoulder thing from. Mm-hmm. A coach that I was visiting, I sat down across from him. We were literally sitting in. Um, two chairs, and we were about, I don't know, we were only a couple feet away from each other. It felt uncomfortably close. Like, we were, mm-hmm. like, basically face-to-face. And he reaches in his wallet, he touches my shoulder, and he pulls out a picture of his family and says, you're responsible for feeding them. This ain't about me. This is about them. If you do your job well, I get to keep feeding them in a way that I want to, how they want to be fed. I get to keep them here. They don't have to move. They don't have to do all the things. But if I bring you in here and you don't take this boss and you don't take ball serious, you don't take your education serious, you're not dedicated to your craft, you are not showing the type of growth and improvement as a young man that we're expecting out of you. You know, hey, dude, I believe in you. I think you got all the potential in the world, but that potential has to turn into actualized, you know, um, actualized production and here's the best place for you to do that because we develop talent better than anybody else. And that's that's what his pitch was to me, that you, I trust you to feed my family because I trust us to develop you. That's what his pitch was, right? And it was actually an amazing pitch. It really was because it was very heartfelt, very sentimental and all that. But I want you to think about what that statement says, right? I'm trusting you to feed my family. You have to do your job well to do so. What if I couldn't? Like, what if I tried and I did everything for development, but, and this is not even, I only have to reach outside for another example. I can look at my actual career. I was the first one in, last one out. I was one of those guys that you could ask, anytime the weight room was open, I was in there. Anytime film study, anytime I could be studying film, I was. Unfortunately, my biceps weren't as strong as my will to do this. My Achilles tendons weren't as strong as my will to get to the NFL. And so the reality is, regardless of how bad I would have wanted it, in that man's world, in that coach's world, I was not going to get the job done to feed his family. So he was going to have to replace me. That's the nature of the beast. That's always been the nature of the beast. The only problem now is that because player movement is what it is, we're not used to seeing player movement at this scale. In the NFL, you have long-term contracts. When you sign up, you are locked in for a, a certain period of time. You have to be there. Same thing with the NBA. You sign up, you locked in. You can do all the fuss and crying and muscle. You can do your best James Harden impression where you get chubby, get out of shape, come into the season. Sure, you still got a contract, brother. Sit out all you want. Do your Le'Veon Bell impression. That's okay. Sit out. I'll let you sit out. You're not going to play for my college. You're not going to play for their college, and your your eligibility is going to run up. 
So what we're seeing here is a pro model just without locked in long-term contracts. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what is, is that's why it's like the wild, wild West it, because we know college athletics is no longer amateurism. Amateurism is what I see when I go into lifetime fitness, right? <laughs> like that's, that's amateur ball. Okay. Amateur ball is not playing in front of, in front of 30,000 fans. Amateur mm-hmm. ball is not filling up a stadium, filling up the big house or filling up, Carter Finley Stadium, filling up Keenan Stadium, filling up Heinz Field, filling up whatever the new stadiums. I know it's not called Heinz Field no more, but that's what his mama called him. That's what I'm going to call him. The reality is when you're filling up all of these different stadiums and whatnot, Carrier Dome, same deal. That's what his mama called him. When you are filling up all these stadiums, it's no longer – but let's stop lying to ourselves. When you got that check or you got those three stripes or you got those two low U's for the Under Armour – it's no longer amateur. We're just seeing professional without the proper guide, without guide rails or long-term contract. That's what we're seeing. I 100% agree. But I also think that it's kind of like when you talk about development, player development, are we putting these people in place to be successful, right? Do we have the sort of tools you know, ready for them beyond just your one compliance officer? Can do you have somebody besides your one player ops person who's going to allow these kids to truly understand the ramifications of their decisions? And that's my biggest thing. Like a coach can sell you a bill of goods, sure. Yeah, but do we have people that help them with their taxes? Do we have people that help them with their mental to understand like, yeah, it might be a hard season, but stick it out, see it through, stay, stay down till you come up. Like it'll get better, or maybe this is not the place for you. And that really is time to like turn the page and go do whatever, go do your big one. We have seen success stories from transfer portals. We have seen guys never be heard from again after transfer transfer situations. So it really is a crapshoot. You do roll the dice. That is such as life. It's a hard lesson to learn at 18 22. I'm okay learning that lesson at 30 plus years old. But like, I think it's it's insane to try and run, learn that lesson so early and try to have to be a big one, a big adult so soon in your life <laughs> and trying to yeah. project that for how it's going to go for the rest. Well, I think that this was a can of worms that was open a long time ago. Sure. Um, by the coaches taking the shoe deals and getting paid, being the highest paid state employees in every state and all that. It's people are saying, Oh, Pandora's box opened with NIL and transfer report. No, it opened back then. It opened back then. It was always going to lead to this. It was always going to lead. There was no way to have coaches who never had to work a day in their life past 50. And you sit up here and say, oh, the players getting paid now is the problem. There was no way for that to continue. There was no way for Nick Saban's and the Jim Harbaugh's and the whoever's of the world to make, you know, eight, nine, $10 million, which by the way, those salaries aren't going down. The right. coach's salaries are not decreasing. There was no way to see that and then say, oh, okay, well, we're going to keep a model where the players don't get paid as they become more and more aware of this thing which means we're going to see, like you talked about in terms of um, capitalistic, everybody's out for a dollar, everybody's out for self type of world. We're going to see more players skipping bowl games. We're going to see more players, um, you know, deciding, hey, is this season over with? Should I pack it up and do the things like we saw with one of the Bosa brothers a few years ago when he had a little abdominal problem or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be? We're going to see more and more of that because these players are more keenly aware of the financial side than ever. For the better or the worse, that's just what it is. 
A thousand percent agree. So that is where we're at with Transfer Portal. We'd be remiss if we did not talk about the men's ACC-SEC challenge that ended in a tie. Seven and seven. Seven ACC wins, seven SEC wins. Some upsets, some head-scratching losses for the ACC. But all in all, I mean, a good first go for the men. We still got the women that are going down tonight to wrap yeah. theirs up. And, you know, there will be some great wins. There will be some tough losses. But how do you feel about the men's first ACC-SEC challenge? You know, I actually think the men did. They did well. They did solid, well. right? Despite despite some teams getting bludgeoned, NC State, I'm looking at you. Despite some teams getting bludgeoned here, for the most part, you know, we had to count on the boys and baby blue to, to get a reverse bludgeoning. To yeah, even and, they almost, and they almost blew it. But go yeah. Did their big one. Miami, that's the one I'm a little bit like. I'm a little worried. Come on, now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Come but on you now. know what? You know what? Robert Dillingham should have been in the ACC, and we'd all be a lot better off for it now, wouldn't we? Arkansas but, and Duke. That also was one I was like, all right, come on, Blue Devils. Come on. Do one for the team. Do one for the team. Yeah. It, it, this was, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that the men are performing like I said they were because, again, people did not give us a chance in that one. There's, oh, ACC yeah. basketball is down. They're so terrible. Look at you now. Mm. Look at you now. The ACC seems to, I'm not saying they're doing spectacularly. I'm saying we're holding our own in this thing. 100%. And I'm also saying, like, maybe just relax on all of, like, the broad brushing of what our conference is right now. Everyone's yeah. – it seems to be we're all in the same boat, same river paddling on the same sort of wins and losses. So For sure. there's that. So make sure you guys check out the women that are going down tonight. It'll be some really good matchups for your Thursday slate. And then we'll have all of our ACC championship preview tomorrow. We're excited to talk through Louisville and Florida State. I think it'll be a good one all your highs, your lows, and who's going to win that thing. So, Kenton, are you ready for it? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. Kansas Cooper and Kenton Gibbs. Until next time.